The Fitness Gram Pacer Test is a multi-stage aerobic capacity test that progressively gets more difficult as it continues. The 20-meter pacer test will begin in 30 seconds. Line up at the start. Many people have a negative relationship with exercise, which in some cases stems from things like the fitness gram pacer test, where students are told to exercise and are graded on their performance in physical education classes. These kinds of required exercises that put emphasis on performance over progression demotivate people and make them want to quit in the long term. However, it doesn't have to be that way. If people truly understood and experienced the mental as well as physical benefits of regular exercise, they may change their opinion and turn around their relationship with exercise. Experiencing the positive results of consistent exercise will help people stay motivated to keep their mind and body in good shape, causing a happier and healthier life. Hi, I'm Will McDowell, and this is Exercise in the Brain. I'm going to talk about what just 30 minutes of exercise three to four times a week can do for your mental health. You can easily improve your mood, enhance your focus, and protect yourself against illnesses. For example, exercise has been shown to help prevent depression and dementia, and even boost antibody production by as much as 300%. To find out more about what self-improvement looks like, I interviewed Susan West, the CEO of M2 Wellbeing. M2 Wellbeing is a company that brings mental health tools in the form of a meditation space to workplaces. It is the only mobile meditation company in Arizona and uses an RV to bring a positive and calming space to companies and their employees. There are then sessions led by well-trained meditation instructors across multiple hours in order to accommodate the work schedule of employees. They are encouraged to practice meditation and take a break from their work. However, since participation is voluntary for employees, I wondered what the biggest struggle is for people looking to improve their mental health through the program. It's not really learning how or why to do something. It's literally just being motivated, either by the community or the content or the teacher or something to actually just do it. In my experience with exercise, motivation was definitely a big factor as well. When I first started, I was extremely motivated and wanted to push myself hard every day. However, I would get sick, injured, or even just burned out and not have the motivation to exercise for weeks. How did I fight this? Well, I didn't force myself to work out when I didn't feel motivated. Instead, I added more rest and recovery days to my plan. This was important because it kept me from burning out or getting injured. It also allowed me to take pressure off myself so that I started to enjoy exercise more instead of seeing it as a chore or work. Another thing that helped me stay motivated was thinking about why I'm exercising in the first place. Was it to improve performance in sports, to feel more confident in myself, to impress others, to relieve stress? Understanding what my motives were helped me refocus myself. When I lost motivation, I was able to understand why this was happening and pinpoint a solution to overcome this. Now, with a less strict plan that allows for rest and understanding of the factors that motivate me, I'm able to stay more consistent and feel better about taking time off when it's needed. 
While a person can understand that a seemingly small time commitment can lead to great positive results and know the how and why of a task, the biggest hurdle is often just getting started. After that, seeing results can make it easier to stay motivated. Still, while desired physical results do not come quickly, it can still be a struggle to maintain the same level of dedication. However, according to physiotherapist Brendan Stubbs, in his time working with hospitals, he saw that getting up and doing things helped patients feel better mood-wise compared to sitting in bed. Some of his patients also had stepped monitors to track and encourage physical activity, and tracking these accomplishments and setting goals helped them hold themselves accountable and wanting to improve themselves. He says that his patients had a sense of responsibility and ownership in their life for their accomplishments. In turn, this helped them with their self-esteem. Besides just making your body stronger, exercise has been proven to improve the mind by strengthening neurotransmitters in the prefrontal cortex that control mood as well as the intention function of your brain. It even changes the anatomy of one's hippocampus. In response to physical stimulants, the hippocampus produces new brain cells and grows, strengthening the long-term memory. People then become more efficient in the workplace, at school, or even in everyday life because of an improved memory and focus. Plus, exercise lowers the cortisol levels of the body, according to Ton Chevy of How Stuff Works. Cortisol is the chemical product produced when a person is feeling stressed, and lowering that level with exercise reduces the feeling of stress and can help clear the mind for more productive work and a happier life. Lastly, endorphin production is increased. Endorphins are the chemical that pass messages between neurons and act as painkillers and a reward system in the body. The many mental and physical health benefits a person has to gain from short, consistent amounts of exercise are too good to pass up. So make today your day one. Find exercise you enjoy and stick to it. Your body and mind will thank you. Again, I'm Will McDowell, and this was Exercise in the Brain. Thank you for listening.